Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, episode nine, brought to you by the Sofa Sports Podcast and of course the FNX Network. I'm your host, Harry Simiu, and on this edition, I'm joined by two of the most respected Arsenal podcasters out there. It's Craig and Lee from the same old Arsenal podcast. How's it going, gents? Are we that are we respected? Oh, that's unreal. That is, isn't it? I... That is the best introduction yeah. I've ever heard. Of, of of me being on a podcast. Thank you very much, mate. That's yeah, very yeah, kind yeah. of you to say. Respect, well, respect, respect to Boom. No, that was a different song, wasn't it? But that was, that's very good, yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're you're one of the most respected. Your podcast well, you is honest. Much. It's not, there's no play acting in it. There's none of that rubbish. So for me... We'd just like to say that we think your podcast is very good as well, mate. I yeah, always listen are, to it. Yeah, we Thank do. Thank you very much. <laughs> there's a lot, there's so many podcasts out there. It's, it's, it's hard to know which ones to listen to, but... um. I think uh, Danny, um, who is obviously on the Burkamp Wonderland podcast, I think he counts. is 62 Arsenal podcasts. I mean, (laughs) so uh, when people tweet us and and say that we're one of the best, it's very humbling, I have to say. Yeah, we try to um, to try to make it like a ledge night like thing, then we just like float. Well, that's what that's what the aim is. Um, The aim is to be uh, giving it it the atmosphere of sitting around the table with a pint in our hand talking about football that's right that's it that's that's the way things are going now the the media world is changing fans have got a voice and it's going in a very different direction and you guys have have got it spot on you must say ah, thank you very much Harry. thank you harry appreciate it's it pretty, pretty it's a pleasure good. to be on here as well absolute pleasure to be uh, on the chronicles of aguna i love that name great name yeah. it's a brilliant name isn't it nearly as good as ours isn't it craig <laughs> nearly as good but that is genius <laughs> yeah it's I have to say, you are a genius. Yeah. That's a genius. <laughs> same old Arsenal, eh? Yeah, same old Arsenal. Right, we've got plenty to discuss, so let's get cracking. <sighs> the Gunners suffered their fourth consecutive defeat at the Amex Stadium this weekend. The crisis continues, and not for the first time in recent years, have large sections of our support reached breaking point. But let's begin by discussing the midweek defeat at the hands of Manchester City. Whilst navigating around London was a nightmare due to the snow, a few good men braved the sub-zero temperatures, wrapped up warm and made their way down to the Emirates. Now, I want to start by discussing the starting eleven because of late, Wenger's team selections have been more puzzling than ever. We reverted back to the four-man defence and Danny Welbeck was recalled to the starting lineup. Starting with you, Lee, what did you think the thinking was behind that? And, and would it be fair to say Arsene's uncertainty regarding which system works best is preventing us from finding any level of consistency. <laughs> Summed it up. It's spot on there. Harry. I, I honestly don't think he knows. I, I honestly think he's um, just trying different things, you know, because he's just desperate. I just think it's a sign of desperation. I, I look at the team on, um, on sun, you know, this Sunday and I, I can't understand it. With bit players being left out, and then also um, going back onto the game on Thursday, was, you know, I know Chambers didn't play particularly well, but he wasn't the one that was made the the, the ultimate mistakes that cost us the game. And there is Mustafi still playing in the game. And then when when the game um, continues again, it's just poor defending from Mustafi again for one of the two go. And I just look at it and just think, you know, they don't really know what they're doing. They're getting no. I was actually went with my mate and um, because there were so many um, empty seats about, he, he said, why don't you come with me? So we went and sat, and sat when he's he's about 
20, 30 yards from Arsene Wenger, right on the side. And you can see that there's no direction coming from the from the bench, you know, whether to shut them down quickly or not, you know. And there's, there's me and my mate shouting them, get stuck into them. And, you know, Wenger and Steve Bowles were just sitting there. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I just don't know what he, he feels is his best formation up front. I've got a... He was actually saying on... Um, on Sunday, I think that when when Lacazette gets fit, he's got to play in in it somewhere. He's got to come into it because we're we're lacking movement and lacking any sort of cohesion up front. And you know, he's just swapping the team around. I believe that he doesn't know what his two best midfield players are to to go along. You know, what what really is starting to frustrate me is that it seems that when Wiltshire's fit, Ramsey's injured. When Ramsey's fit, Wiltshire's injured. It just seems a little bit. Why can't I just chuck the pair of them in? And we go, we now, you know, we we limp, and I think that's the proper word now, limp to Thursday. And I, I've got no confidence in Thursday, I'll be honest. You know what I mean? With team selections, um, you know, I think Bellerin will come back in at right back. But, you know, as you said, he played in that game and had a shocker, had a shocker up against Sarney because I think someone said, uh, you know, I don't know if it was a tweet or I see something, that um, Sane has got pace, but I thought Bellerin was the fastest in the Premier League. Well, obviously he's got like, you know, leads in his boots or something, he's, you know, because, you know, he just seems to be treading water a little bit. I'm not criticising him for, for for his pace. I just think, you know, Sane was exceptional on the day. But the movement that Manchester City had, Harry, what I see on, on, um, on Thursday night was a team that has got fantastic individuals, but I could see that they were coached. You could see they knew exactly what each and one of them was doing. And then I look at Arsenal and I'm, when they get the ball, I honestly don't know that when they get the ball, I don't think they know how to break down a team. I don't think they, it's just like, oh, we'll, we'll try this. Hopefully saying, come on. We, we lack a player that can take players on and beat a player to open things up. And what I've noticed, and particularly in this game, and also on Sunday, is say that Wil- what happens is that Wilkshire pick the ball up and he'll drive past two or three players. Then he'll pass it and then we knock the ball back to where he's come from. So what we need to have is someone that's like Wilkshire to drive forward. Then when he passes it, another drive forward. And that's where Oxley Chamberlain's been missed because we haven't had that one then could go another, you know. And to be honest, you know, if we want to be really like going on to that, then someone like Santi Cazula that would then take it forward. So what happens is Wiltshire drives forward 10, 15 yards, Shaka gets the ball, plays it back to where we've come from, and then we go to the side again. And and it's just no cohesion. No, what, what they call in the trade is no trigger points. You know, someone triggers something which makes something else happen. You watch Manchester City on Thursday night. As soon as Walker got the ball, it triggers something for somebody else to move and they know exactly what they're doing. And it just doesn't happen with Arsenal. And I, I, I just feel that with Wenger, he's just looking around, hoping more than anything that something will click, something will happen that will... Do you know, like sometimes you, you put someone in a, in a position and it just... Um, it's genius. God, what, you know, like going back in the old days... Someone would be up front and they put him into midfield and he'd become the best midfield player. And, you know, it's just that little bit of luck. And I just feel that he's looking for that, Harry, just to see if something can happen to get us to get us going. And, and you know, the, the midfield at the moment is... Um, balance of it is all wrong. The back four is rubbish. Um, 
And the other thing is, I've got to say this, as, as poor as we've played at times, we've, we've been in the games and we just keep making mistakes. You know, if it, it was checked yesterday, yesterday, in that game, it was Bellerin and Mustafi. The game before, it was Mustafi. The game before, that was Koscielny. Koscielny the other day. They're all making basic mistakes. You can't actually blame Finger for that, if he, even if he sets yeah. out a team. You know what I mean? And they just keep making... He's just constantly making mistakes. And yesterday, I was right near, near the front of the, the ground. And to his credit, and I will say this, it is to his credit, Petacek came in and gave his shirt to uh, a young kid. And yeah. as, he, as he looked around, he just said, my fault. I'm really sorry. But we hear that too many times. It was fantastic that he said that, you know, had the bottle to walk into the crowd, knowing how hostile it was yesterday to do that. I've, I, I will say that it took a lot of cut, a lot, a lot of guts and a lot of courage to do that. But we, what Wenger needs now is his big men, like which is, I mean, his experienced men to, to step up and not make the mistakes they're making. But unfortunately, they're making them, Harry. And that's that's how it is, you know. It's, it's happening far too often, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, too often. What I wanted to ask you is, I mean, we can sit here and criticise his team selections over and over again, but when so many different players are making these errors, it must be difficult to, to pick a team. And in your mind, do you have what would be Arsenal's best starting eleven? Because for the first time in ages, I could not tell you what I think would be Arsenal's best eleven. So... Do you think that's a that's a, well? I think that's a great, it's a great point. I don't know how Craig feels about that as well. I honestly feel, I honestly feel that um, that, that the players are, are underperforming. There's too many players that are underperforming. But I, I he, the thing, the thing is with Arsene Wenger. I don't know how you two, two feel. He has not ever played the team that I want him to play over these last four or five, six weeks. You know what I mean? I want to see Wiltshire and Ramsey in the team together. I want to see Wiltshire doing what Shaka does as a little bit of the holding role. Ramsey the one bombing on, but I've not seen it. I want to see I want to see Lacazette up front with um Aubameyang. You know, going into next week's this week's game, we've not got a bang and we haven't got Lacazette. I've got to ask the question which will go I'm, 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 why the hell Giroud was such sold, I will never know. You know what I mean? Like never know. He's gone from one bench to another. I want someone to come and explain to me the logic of this. And um, you know, it's just all all the things are wrong about Arsenal are just there now. And whether it's team selection, manager, motivation, the fans have had enough, Harry. I'll tell you that now. I walked out of that ground yesterday. It wasn't even volatile. It was just people coming out, laughing, uh, getting on with their normal day. Because do you know what? If they didn't, there'd be a meltdown. You know what I mean? You just, you know... I walked out of the ground yesterday. You've got to get your head around this, guys. You know what I mean? Oh, well, what do you reckon of that, Lee? What do you reckon of that, like, you know? Well, I thought it would happen. You know, but we're playing Brighton. Now, how can a manager or all of us fans think, and this is the question, why I'd love to be in the press or something like that. My first question in the press office to him would be on, on Thursday night or whenever it is when he's got his press conference. Arson. Can you please explain to me why do you think you are going to get a result at Milan when you can't get a result at Bournemouth, Swansea, um, Brighton, Nottingham West Forest. Uh, Nottingham Forest? Yeah, well said, Craig. Nottingham Forest. What gives you the feeling that you can get a result at AC Milan? And I want to know what he, what his feelings of it all like. You know, 
because you don't know, as we just said, he, he doesn't know his best team. His defence lets him down more than um, than I don't know what. Like you know what I mean? Let's you, you know. It's, let's be honest. Our defence is as bad as useful as a chocolate teapot. It's fucking crap. It's crap. You know, there's two things you can see from space, and that's the Great Wall of China, and the gap in our, in our defence. You know what I mean? Whether you and it's true, Craig, whether you play a three or a four. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, no. matter who you play in there. You know what I mean? Look at Chambers. You know, I look at it right, and this is what I'm saying about teams and clubs looking at other teams, right? Uh, I watch. I I haven't watched Brighton no one, but like you know, if I was say going to Brighton and Arsene Wenger says to me, "Go and have a look at them. Go and have a scout them for me." The first thing that I would have scouted, right, watching that team yesterday, is their wide left players got a lot of pace. Very, very direct, lot of pace. So, uh, I, I would suggest you go with like for like pace. I'll tell you what I'll do then. I'll put Chambers there who's slow. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so they've not even looked at who's ever scouting the game before. Like, I, I, I know that because when you're in management, things like that, you get a scout that goes and watches a couple of games before. So, you know, right. And what it is, is, is right, what do they do at set pieces? All oh, right, they knock it to the far post. Someone knocks it back, blah, blah, blah. All the things that surely must be looked at, we we just don't bother with. You know, I looked at um, uh, Brighton, and if you don't know if you noticed it yesterday, they knocked the ball over the, our full-backs head into areas constantly, constantly down the right-hand side over the top to get in behind us that way because they, know, they obviously looked at it, felt there was a weak link. It got absolutely roasted on Thursday night. So Brighton used the same sort of tactic. But we don't seem to do that. So, you know, you've got a fast player on the left-hand side and we decide to put Chambers out there. And then, for me, the perfect player to do that is Bellerin go like for like. But, we, you know, there's a neglect. There's a neglect from, from the coaching side to whatever. Now, I'm pretty sure, sorry to keep going on, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that when Manchester City walk into the dressing, changing rooms on a Monday, Monday morning, Pep Guardiola goes, hey, uh, this is the dossier of this team that we're playing. This is the Spurs dossier. We're playing Spurs today. This is the dossier for Spurs. This is the next next Monday. This is the dossier for Man United. This is the dossier how we play um, Arsenal. You know what I mean? And everything he changes. I've watched him twice now uh, and I, with admiration of his coaching skills and all that. Like, yes, he's got the best players and all that. Like, but he changed it against Arsenal, played a completely different way to what he played the week before. He looks at the weakness of our team or a team that he's playing against and he exploits it. Wenger comes in and just says, right, we just knock the ball, do our wishy wiper sort of stuff from left to right. Hopefully we'll break them down and it's a bit of luck. And also the substitutions yesterday is desperation. They're not looking at changing things up. We've lost our, 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 um, our, our plan B the moment that Giroud went, you know, and, for the life of me, somebody at the football club has, you know, was never, ever going to get top four, lads. Never going to get top four. But we could have won the Europa League. So what we do is we say, we we sell our striker that can play in it and we bring in a striker that can't. It, 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 you know, the list, the list of rubbish and neglect at this football club continues and it continues and it continues. And we we are a now laughing stock of everybody else. Everybody's getting on to us. And you cannot, for the life of me, I have to say, it's just, there's so many mistakes from team selection to tactics. You know what I mean? Like, 
I, I'm sure everything about it. The only thing that gets probably done properly is the coach on the way home. You know what I mean? It's the only thing, like, you know what I mean? But there you go. Rant over. But it is, you know what I mean? You tell me one thing that's positive about Arsenal at the minute and what's being done right. You know, we're playing AC Milan on, on Thursday night. We've already lost the game because we're playing in the blue kit. You know, that that's that's it, you know? I, I feel like you got a lot off your chest there, Lee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It goes on, doesn't it? <laughs> well, you could go. I could go. You could write. You could write a book about it. You could. <laughs> Volume one, two, three, four, and five. You know what I mean? And that's in the first instalment. <laughs> Craig, what do you make of the, the current situation? Because I mean, Lee's I made some great points there. Yeah. Really. I don't know, mate. I, just before we came, you know, just before you started recording, we were talking about it. It's it's becoming boring now. Yeah. Um, Everything about Arsenal Football Club is becoming boring. Um, watching Arsenal, hearing about Arsenal, um, the social media side of Arsenal, um, you know, the Twitter fan base is normally quite entertaining. Um, even that's gone boring. Um, so it's it's full of the same people saying the same things. Um, we listen to Arsene Wenger say the same things every press conference. Um, I'm not too sure what the analogy was yesterday of him talking about that we're naked um, and we need <laughs> to find a shirt. So, you know, I mean, what is all that about? I'm actually, I'm going to change the tone a little bit here, but I'm actually quite worried about him, um, Arsene Wenger. He looks ill. Every time I see him on the telly, he looks like a washed up, haggard old man. And I'm not being horrible. I'm just saying what he looks like. And some of the stuff he's coming out with is just not right. Um, it's it's it is kind of strange. I don't think um, I don't I don't think he even knows what he's talking about himself half the time. Um, to be quite honest with you, the Manchester City game, yeah, very disappointing. Um, I thought we played better than we did in the cup final. Uh, I thought we took it to him a bit more um, in the first half. Uh, but as soon as we went one nil down, that was it. You knew the writing was on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, as soon as we concede, at the moment, as soon as we concede, that's it. We've got no fight. There's no leader on the pitch. There's no one to gather them in together. There's no one to kick them up the arse, if you like, um, on the pitch. You've got Arsene Wenger and Steve Bold sitting there doing nothing. Yep. But two nil down yesterday. Steve Bold, Arsene Wenger sitting down. Um, I don't know if any, anyone else noticed it, but Wenger had some kind of, I don't know, was it paper or? I think it was a tea stirrer. Tea stirrer. Was it? Yeah. And, he, and he's sitting there and, he, and he's snapping it and he's throwing it. So it's snapping a little bit off and he's throwing it. Snapping a little bit off and he's throwing it. All these little things are just making me wonder. And I don't mean this horribly. I really don't. But is he losing it? Is he, is he slowly, is he slowly, slowly losing the plot? I don't know. Um, it's just very worrying at the moment for Arsenal. Very worrying indeed. I mean, you know, I, I shouldn't have done, but I, last night I, I watched the 49 unbeaten DVD and I just can't fathom how we've gone from that to this. Yeah. It's... I just cannot fathom how we have gone from that to this. Because yeah. let's get it right. Arsene Wenger was the manager and Arsene Wenger managed Arsenal Football Club to an unbeaten season. Okay. And predicted it. And predicted it. 
and done it at Highbury. People say, oh, we need to leave. You know, he'd done that at Highbury. He got us to a Champions League final while we were at Highbury. Um, you go back and think of some of those nights at Highbury, the teams, you know, the teams we beat and some of the performances we put in. And How has it gone from that to this? I just don't get it. And I, it's, something I, it's something I think about a lot. You can't, Arsene Wenger just can't become a bad manager overnight. Overnight, yeah. No, of course. I think it's a combination of things. I think his attitude says a lot. I think the fact that he does just sit there and he doesn't sort of get up and show his team that he's in it with them. Mm. I think that that mentally has an impact. Um, Lee mentioned that he went and sat near Wenger the other night and I actually done the same because where my two brothers sit is, is directly behind the opposition dugout. Must be about three or four rows behind. And I went there for the second half and I just found it interesting because I was watching Pep Guardiola and even though they were 3-0 up, he was barking out instructions. He was, yeah. you know, pointing. He was feeling every kick. He was jumping up and down. And then you've got Arsene Wenger, who I don't recall getting out of his seat once during that second half. Do you know what someone said to me the other day on Twitter when I said that? Someone said, oh, he's 67. <laughs> well, then if he he's not... He, he can't get up. He, you know, he's mm. basically telling me that Wenger's an old man and I shouldn't be expecting him to get up. And, yeah. and bark orders at his team. Which is fair enough. Then get your assistant doing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So, so you've got, in football, I believe it's, you know, you have a, um, a scenario where you've got a good good cop, bad cop. You know what I mean? You've got one, of the, you know, either your manager or your coach is, is you know, going to be the, because it doesn't matter. It's human nature that you get up on a, on a, on a, on a, on a game day and, you're up for it more than you are on other occasions. You, know, you look out and it's raining and whatever, or, or I don't fancy this today. And that's when your manager becomes, the, the, that's when he, when he earns his money. You know, when you're playing up against, um, uh, I don't know, Tottenham or someone like that, the motivation levels are going to be there. But it's when you go to Brighton, when you know that they're going to be up for it more than they should than normally, and you, you're not quite up for it. That's when the manager gets in at you and he, he, make, he makes you want to go and do it, you know? And I, I had a, a great conversation with um, Pat Rice the other day, like, you know, when, when, I, when I was up there. Uh, and and he, he was saying that Jens Lehmann used to dig at Patrick Vieira all the time. You know, you know even if Patrick's doing it, you, you know, he's better than you. He's better than you. He's going to have you today, like, you know what I mean? And he'd been a, I can't believe you've lost so many tackles out there. I can't believe you've done this, Patrick. Why are you not picking up your man, Patrick? Why are you not doing this? And then one day, Pat Rice went up to him and said, do you not like Patrick, you're saying? He says, he's the best player in the, best player I've ever played with. But he, you've got to get onto him all the time because if you don't, his standards will drop. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not allowing his standards to drop. Now, that's the goalkeeper doing that. So I look at that like... That's Patrick Vieira, probably one of the best midfield players you've ever seen. But he needed to be pushed, not by his manager, by a teammate or whatever. Like, but yeah. some, someone like Jens Lehmann noticed that. Well, Jens Lehmann's there now, right? And what, what what's he doing? He's sitting up in the stand with a bloody notebook. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, get down and get in there. Get in amongst them and tell them what's going on. What's going is, on. Though, is Wenger allowing that? That's the, that's the issue here, though, isn't it? Well, because... well, well, listen, I'm going to have to say this now, right? If... I'm Steve Bold and I'm not allowed, and I've heard this so many times now, I'm not allowed to um, 
do everything. And it's a very, very difficult thing, this, because we're talking about it funny enough on the way home yesterday. What, if you're not being allowed to do it, your professionalism should turn around to you and say, and your love for Arsenal, well, if you're not going to allow me, I, I'm not going to be here, I'm going to leave. You're surely financially secure, leave. Because I can tell you this now, once Finger goes, who's going to want him as a coach? Who's going to want him as a coach? You know That's what I mean? Right. So the, sec the second thing is, if someone said to me, Lee, come and, come and um, follow Arsenal all over the world, first class, you get to meet all the players, all you have to do is put the cones out and then you just sit there all game and earn a million pounds. Who wouldn't want to do that? <laughs> Who wouldn't want to do it? You know, and that's his job. That's what he does. And, but he's, you know, Steve Bowles was a fantastic, there's a lot of players, a lot, lot of guys listen to this and go and watch the games now. Don't remember Steve Bold and what a player he was, you know, in the eighties and all that, like, you know, eight, late eighties and all that. You would never want to play against that man. And he just sits there. I watched him, I watched him was two nil down yesterday. You know what I mean? You've got, you've got a picture of this, you're two nil down against Brighton and you've got the whole of the stadium, three sides of the stand of the stadium singing, we want you to stay. Arsene Wenger, we want you to stay. Now, surely that would get you around, get you up and going for it. They both just sat there. And I think to myself, you know, personal pride would surely get up and say, Do you know what? I ain't having this. I'm not having you, I'm not having that lot, Brighton fans, saying that. I'd have players up against the wall. But there just seems to be a oh well. And and I I, I feel humiliated, right? It's bad enough for Arsenal fans singing. We want you. I I, I, don't, I don't like it, but I, I'm, I'm going to say it. I, I have. I did sing yesterday because of fear, fear frustration. <laughs> it's not great, right? But when other teams are mocking it, come on, lads. You know what I mean, like. And the players are allowing that to happen. Everybody's allowing that to happen. As soon as that should come out, like you know, what should happen realistically is go bang, 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 and everybody go, yeah, we want him to stay. You know what I mean? But it, it's just. It's being allowed to happen all the time, you know what I mean? And I, I just feel like, you know, it's we're saying the same things all the time, but you know, there's no mate, there's no motivations trigger from anywhere, whether it be from players, from the management, from opposition mocking us, to our own fans saying you're not fitting out wear the shirt. Where so where are you going to get the trigger from, lads? Where are you going to get the trigger? If they don't trigger you, I mean, yeah, exactly. What will <laughs> you know? Obviously, a lot to a lot to do with it is is the manager. Um, I can't blame everything on Arsene Wenger, um, and I won't blame anything on Arsene Wenger. I respect the man for what he's done, for what he's you know he's brought us to the Emirates. Let's forget about it being the soulless bowl for a minute. Um, <laughs> He's brought us to a sixty thousand seat stadium. He's he's qualified us for the Champions League with players like Almunia and Shamak and Ebue and Squali and Sylvester. And you know, I mean, he deserves credit where the credit is due. Um, but it was two thousand and thirteen when I wanted him out. Um, we lost to Blackburn at home in the FA Cup, um, and that was the day. That was a day. It was a bad day. It told to me, you know. I said, "This is it now. He's had it." So, what are we now? 2018. That's quite a while. I've, yeah. I've wanted him to go, but um, respectfully, respectfully. But it's so clear now 
that those players on that pitch are screaming for him to be sacked. Yeah. They are yeah, absolutely just, begging for it. Um, they just seem so disinterested, don't they? They're exactly. Really... And it, what's got to happen is, right, it's not just Arsene Wenger that's got to go. It's Arsene Wenger, it's Steve Bold, and every single coach that is on Wenger's staff has got to go with him. The whole overhaul from manager to assistant manager to coach, all the coaches, him and Bold, have got to go. Not just Arsene, which will probably happen anyway. You know, if if Arsene gets sacked, Steve Bold will probably be. He's obviously going to be sacked alongside him. Yeah, I'm sure the new guy. If he's yeah, he's not going to want Steve Bold, like Lee said. What That's manager right. in world football is going to want Steve Bold? No one. You could get a mannequin to do more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, and, and it have more here. But I think one of the I think one of the most important things is things are that people are missing is the coaching staff as well. They've got to go. Because how can Arsenal make the same mistakes at the back every week? Um, you know, how are we playing the same sideways backwards football every week? What do they do on a training pitch? Our set pieces, Mercer Ozil can't beat the first defender from a corner. How can a man who can put a ball how is a man who could kick a ball from one corner flag and hit a pound coin on the other corner flag? How can't he get the ball past the first defender from a corner kick? Um, you've got Granite, you know, Granite Xhaka doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. Alex Awobi looks like the under, looks like a player under ten. Where's the ball? Right, oh there it is. <laughs> oh, where's it gone? It's gone back over there. Quick, go back over there. Okay. Running after a ball, it's like a, like a dog, you know. Um, Mercer Ozil, uh, just before he got his £350,000 a week contract, he was absolute mustard. Now, coincidentally now, um, he's gone back to the Mercer Ozil uh, that, we all, that we all know too well. I mean, I even made a comment yesterday, Bamian, could he be the first player to sign for someone in January and leave in May? <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> you know, it's, he must be thinking, oh, my God. I just hope these kind of players now, Aubameyang, will sit tight and say, OK, look, it <laughs> looks like I've joined this club a bit at the wrong time. But um, I'm going to sit tight and see what happens. The main thing that happens to Arsenal Football Club now, and I'm afraid, you know, whether it upsets people or not, I don't care. The main thing that happens to Arsenal Football Club now is that Wenger goes either tonight, tomorrow morning, after the AC Milan game or at the end of the season. Arsene Wenger has taken Arsenal Football Club as far as he can take it. Even Sir Alex Ferguson knew that he he knew that he'd taken Manchester United as far as he could take them. And he knew it. And he said he said at the start of the season, that's it. This is my last season. I can't take this team any further. I'm passing it on to the next man. Because yeah. I tell you why, because Sir Alex Ferguson wasn't stubborn and arrogant like Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger wants to keep going until he does it for his personal gain. He wants to win the league and he wants to stick his fingers up at everyone and go, there you go, I did it. And he's not happy until he's done it. But the the, the fact of the matter is he's never going to do it. Not at Arsenal anyway. No, that's right. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here because just picking up on a couple of things that we've spoken about. The first one being the point about Wenger, that he's stubborn and, and that's why he won't let go. The Wenger loyalists, I'll call them, would probably say that actually it's the opposite and that Wenger won't leave because 
he feels as though he needs to restore a certain level before he will feel like he can leave that team to someone else. He feels responsible for where we are and will want to get us back to to at least being a Champions League club before he walks away. What would you say to the people that that would claim that? Because there are people out there that are saying yeah, that's that. fine, and that's a great, you know, that's fine, and that's their opinion. But he's never he. What we've seen against Manchester City on Thursday night and what we've seen against Brighton on Saturday is a team that doesn't want to play for him. So how in God's name is he going to get us back into the Champions League? How is he going to motivate a footballer to play to that level to get us back into Champions League contention when they don't want to play for him? It's quite obvious that people are trying to tell me that they do, oh, no, you've got it all wrong. I must be watching a different game then. Because I, not one of them players, like I said yesterday, is just screaming. They're screaming, please get, please make this stop. Please stop us from making this, from playing this crap football. Please get someone in that's going to change it up. Give us some new ideas. Give us a kick up the arse and give us a fresh approach. Arsene Wenger, what I will say to those people who think that Arsene Wenger wants to leave the club as a Champions League club, it's never going to happen. And you're just making excuses for it. And that's how I feel about it. The excuses I hear are absolutely remarkable for, for, for Arsene Wenger. I mean, that one, you know, he doesn't get up out of his technical area because he's 67. Um, he wants to leave Arsenal as a Champions League club. What was the other one I saw? Um, it'll come to me because it was just, I, I was laughing about, I was reading Twitter on my lunch break and I was laughing for half my lunch break. But, He's never going to leave, he's never going to get us back into the Champions League, no way, not a chance. Um, so for for them people, no, look, you're just making excuses for him. I understand that people want to stay loyal to Arsene Wenger. I understand the loyalty, but if you're an Arsenal fan, you've got to want what's right for the club, not the man. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Lee, again, I'm continuing to play devil's advocate for a little bit longer here, so. Um, feel free, feel free. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we were all deeply disappointed with a defeat in the cup final and that we'd been beaten by the same team just a few days later. And obviously, when you look at the three defeats, so two of them were against City, one was against Ostersunds, which we had already qualified anyway, we managed to scrape through. Um, given the fact that we took two of these four defeats have come against probably the best team Europe has to offer at the moment and an Ostersund side who we still got past anyway. Is there a bit of an overreaction here? Are we sort of jumping into crisis mode maybe a little bit prematurely? Um, when you look at it like that, you could say that, but I'd like to look at the bigger picture from from January when we, we come into the, the transfer window to now. You know, eight defeats, Harry. Eight defeats. Started off with one at Forest. You know what I mean? We've gone to, to Bournemouth. We've not gone to... The only real big side we've gone to away from home since um, uh, uh, January has been Tottenham. Tottenham yeah. we, was, we was absolutely poor. And, of course, Chelsea in the, um, in the, in the League Cup. Now, you know, and now people were... And probably quite right in there saying that's the worst Chelsea side. And, and we, we didn't get, I didn't think we got the credit we deserved for those two games because everybody kept saying how poor Chelsea are. Well, well Chelsea are, uh, are at this moment in crisis just like us. So, but 
They're producing the pudding, eight defeats. You know, defeats like that against Brighton and everything like that. So I, I take it on board about what worries me. I'll tell you what worries me about the Manchester City game is that I felt in the cup final and in the game on Thursday night in the league that we was just as good as them until they scored. And as soon as they scored, that it was a deflation. Oh, well, a, a defeatist attitude. We can't beat them now. You know, now I, I turn that around and say, if Manchester City would have gone a goal down against us, would they have reacted like that? No. The reason is because they're confident. They know what they're doing. They're confident in their manager, confident in their ability. And what it tells me is that we're a million, million miles from where we want to be. Now, I'm not saying that we, we, we're going to, you know, we spend a lot of money because Manchester United have done it and Everton, Liverpool have done it this season and they've got nowhere near them as well. It's an exceptional season for them. But you've got to, when it comes to challenging and, and setting out your strategies now, you've got to be looking not to get fourth place and, and trying to take on Tottenham. You've got to be looking at the bigger picture of looking to challenge to the, the best team in the in the league. When we was going, when we met Arsene Wenger first come in, his challenge was to compete and overhaul Manchester United. And he'd done that. He didn't look at it and think, do you know what, I've got to try and challenge Chelsea or, or, or a third. It was like, no, I'm going for the juggler. I'm going for Man United. And my God, he went and done it. And it was a beautiful thing it was, you know what I mean, to take that Alex Ferguson off his pedestal. Bitter as they are now, they're still bitter about how many times we took the title off them. And I love it because they, they can't do what we've done. They, they took away, we took off them by not going in with money, not with that. We took, them on, we took them on in a footballing sense and took the power away from them. Fantastic. We've got to do that now with Manchester City. But what we're aiming for now is fourth. We're looking to try and beat Liverpool or Tottenham and all that. We've got to forget about that. We've got to get a... a a plan in place that we're going to challenge Manchester City. And that's going to take, one, a lot of money, a young coach with determination and energy beyond beyond belief, and coaching staff that are going to believe in everything. It's a big overhaul. Lots of, lots of, lots of different things have got to be put in there. Now, you could put all of them into place, Harry. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get that. But that's what you've got to try and do. And at the moment, we're 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 looking at it and thinking, ah, oh, well, we've got to try and get into to um into the Champions League. No, when we came, when Arsene Wenger first came to the club, he was hungry, determined, and he said, I, "I'm taking." George Graham done the same thing when he came in at Arsenal. I'm taking Liverpool out, and and, and he done it. But he never turned around and said, "I'm going to take out Manchester United or whatever." It was Liverpool, and now. It, in the days where it was Manchester United, and whatever way you want to look at it now, it's always going to be Manchester City now because of what they've got. We've got to find a formula that's going to take them out. And yeah. unfortunately, Arsene Wenger, as much as we all, you know, I respect him for what he's done in the past, isn't going to do that now. And there's no, no one can come on and defend him now. You know, there was a feather in the, um, uh, in, in the game yesterday, turned around and said, you know, oh, I, I think he's got to go, but I don't want him to be sacked. You know, he's done so much for us. Well, what do you want? It? What, what do you want? It? Do you want to go on for another two years like this, mate? Do you want to go on for another? Because I'm not prepared to go on for another two years like this. You know, I went to the game with Sat Brighton. It's not for the first time. We go up there having a laugh and a joke, music on, chatting about this, chatting about that. I said four words on the way home. 
two of them were like, you know, see you later. You know what I mean? Like, because you're all doom and gloom. You don't want that all the time, you know? And it's got to be Arsene Wenger. I would have, me and Craig, you know, and hopefully it does come over when we do our things and all that, have always said that we would love Arsene Wenger to prove everybody yeah. wrong and, and come through and, and take it. And I wouldn't be no one more happy than, than me. But we know it's not going to happen. And that's a fact. It's a fact. Brighton are never going to win the Premier League as the way they are now. If a, if a sheep comes in and takes over, they might have a chance of winning the league, right? We're in the same boat. We are not going to win the league with Arsene Wenger. But if another manager comes in, who knows, Harry? I want hope. I want belief that we can do it. Absolutely. Whether we can or not do it is immaterial, whether we can do it or not. But I want to go up to Manchester, up to Newcastle, down to Brighton, hoping that I can win. Not hoping that we're not going to lose. Yeah. And that's what we've got at the moment. I'm hoping that we go to Brighton and not lose. I'm hoping to go to Milan next week, hoping and praying not we're not going to lose. I want to go there hoping to win. That's what the, that's what we need to have in our football club now. And unfortunately, Arsene Wenger can't deliver that. Yeah. Um, Craig, I put out a poll earlier on on our, our Twitter feed, which was, Ahead of tonight's show, we want to know what you'd like to see happen regarding the future of a certain Arsene Wenger. And I'm assuming, I know what your answer is going to be, but of the three options we we gave, it was sack him now, him to walk in the summer or see out his contract. I'm assuming you want to see him sack now. Is that right? Yeah. It's enough. It's enough. You know, it's not going to change nothing. Not for, he's, he's going to be here for, we've got, we got nine games left, I think. Um in the league, uh, nothing's going to change. There's nothing that he can do now to fix it. He comes out yesterday and he says that he wants he can still turn it around. What is it that he's going to turn around? He's 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 turned it around twice, three times, four times already. He keeps going from bad to worse, from bad to worse, from bad to worse. You know that, that's the only turning around that's happening. Yeah. Um, I, I I hate to say it because, like Lee said. We've all we've we've always said that I, I want Arsene Wenger to eat make me eat a massive slice of humble pie, you know, but he never can make me eat one. Uh, not even the FA Cup final wins really made me want to have a slice of it, you know. Let's get it right. We played uh, Sutton, um, who Lincoln. yeah Lincoln. You know, all right, okay. We we, we beat uh, Chelsea in the final. We beat Manchester City in the semi final. That's good. They they, they 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 were good victories, and we were all happy about that, you know. But after that, then it's back to the doom and gloom. It's back to losing to Nottingham Forest. It's back to losing to Brighton. And I, 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 I don't mean to um, show any of these teams disrespect Brighton or Nottingham Forest because at the end of the day, they they were good for their good for their wins. But I can't see the point of keeping Arsene Wenger on. What other football manager in this world? would have kept his job after yesterday. If that was Mourinho at Manchester United, he'd have been sacked this morning. If it had been Conte at Chelsea, with this string of results, he'd have been sacked in the morning. Yeah. Go down to the lower go down to the lower teams, right? Your Everton's, your Bournemouth's, your West Brom's, your West Ham's. Look what happened to Billick. Seven Billick. Sacked. No questions. Out. If it had been 
Tony Pulis was sacked at Stoke. Out. No good. Um, yeah, there's probably more managers, but I don't, I'm not really interested in any other teams. But they're sacked. Things need to change. You can't keep losing. You get it's, it's like it's like where I work. If the staff I'm in charge of are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, it's not them that's going to get the grief. It's me. So if I'm not performing and my, and my team ain't performing, I'm the one getting the grief. So why is everyone so up in arms about Arsene Wenger getting grief from 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 all right from people like me who want to question him? I had a fella telling me today, right, that I'm not a proper Arsenal fan because I don't back Arsene Wenger. He told me I'm not a proper Arsenal fan because I don't back Arsene yeah, Wenger. Yeah, with that, I disagree. Right? I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. Well, I mean, his, his opinion is, is, is totally uh, relevant and he, and he can totally have his opinion. But to say to me, just because I want my club to succeed and I want my club to get out of this rut that we're in, and I want my club to be successful and I want to see good players at my club and I want to see good football being played at my club and I want to see the fans happy at my club. Not to call me a proper Arsenal fan just because I want Arsene Wenger to leave. You're talking a load of old pony. These people who say these things, right? There's various accounts on Twitter. They wind me up. I've blocked them, but they somehow they somehow turn up on my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> these honestly, these are the people that are causing the trouble. These people are the ones causing the trouble between the fans because they love it. They love biting because they they love putting the bait out because they know they're going to get a bite. And are they trouble. Arsenal fans though? You don't know that. That's what I. I, I they I, tell I, us that they're that, Arsenal fans. That's why I don't engage in it because right? you're not sure, Craig. You know, well, I'm not talking about fake Arsenal profiles, uh, Lee. I'm talking about Twitter accounts that we know very well. Hmm. All right. Oh, I don't understand that. And, and they're baiting and baiting and baiting because some of the stuff that they say is just you. You can't mean it. You can't scroll past it without responding yeah. as well. A lot of the time. And <laughs> even if you're even if you're saying it as an Arsenal fan, I'm reading. It, I'm saying you can't mean that. I think. I think you know. Is you know what Craig's saying. He's right, and that's his opinion. I would put another thing on that poll, would be like, you know, Arsene Wenger coming out and saying he's leaving at the end of the season. I'll take that. Yeah, this is this is what I was going to go on to, because there was a comment. There was a comment, and it said, the season is done. This was from Steve Liasis, who says, the season is done. Well, it will be a week on Thursday. So what's the point in him going now? He should come out and say this is his last season, and for ninety minutes every game we will sing his name and give him the send off he truly deserves. No, I disagree with that. Well, I, well, nah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm what I'm, what I'm saying there. I wouldn't be singing his name and giving him the no the, way the applause of that. Well, what I would do is get behind a team knowing it's his last season, yeah. and and try and be a a twelfth man for us in in the in in the. Uh, Certainly against AC Milan, because at this moment in time, guys, we're not going to beat AC Milan in my my head, you know. But if he come out and said I'm 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 leaving at the end of the season, I try and will him to try and get that result because I I do believe there are Arsenal fans out there that you know if if we said we're going to if we would go on and win the Europa League, we'd be. It stayed for another year, and I, oh, there's, there's, there's Arsenal fans. Yeah, Arsenal fans. Realistically, I can't take another year, so let's not win that cup. So it's a very difficult situation we'd be putting in. 
But you imagine if he says, regardless whether I win the Europa League or not, I'm leaving at the end of the season. I think fans would get together and, and, and that's my opinion. I, I, you know, I, I sense that thing. That would be my... my I agree um, with you. Scenario. I agree with you. But what I don't agree with now is this send-off. Or this send-off thing. Everyone's talking about, oh, he get the send-off he deserves. He'll get the send-off he deserves. He would have got the send-off he deserves if he had gone after the whole cup final. If he had gone... 10 years, uh, the 10-year trophy drought over. There you go, son. There's the FA Cup. There you go. Thank you very much. I'm off. Right, but Craig, that's when, he, that, that, that's when he would have got his send-off from me. But surely someone who's given that many years of his life to our football club deserves a send-off, regardless of whether you think he can do the job. No, no, no. I tell you why he doesn't yeah. deserve a send-off. Well, I, I, why I personally won't be giving him a send-off is because... What he's done, he has he, he has taken Arsenal. I've I believe that he is he's stayed on as manager for his own arrogance and his own stubbornness yeah. and everything that has happened. Regardless now, of what anybody else thinks. Well, every yeah, exactly. I, this is just my opinion, right? His 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 stubborn his stubbornness and his arrogance. He's and to be pocketing eight to ten million pounds a year for this level of performance is. It doesn't wash with me, Harry. No way, mate. You can't tell me, you can't tell me that he deserves to be paid eight to ten million pounds a year for the position that we find ourselves in now. Yes, I understand what you're saying, and I said it at the start of the podcast. I respect him for what he's done. I respect him for bringing us. I respect him for bringing us to the Emirates Stadium. I respect him for getting us into the Champions League with the te- with, with with next to no budget um, through those years. You know, look at the team sheets. Um, look at the team sheets for some of our Champions League games. The mind boggles how we even got into the Champions League looking at those team sheets. But for someone to tell me to turn around and say that, yeah, he deserves a send-off, I'm sorry, no, he doesn't. Not in my eyes. You can give him your send-off, that's no problem. I'm not going to attack anyone that does give him a send-off. But don't be telling me that getting paid eight to £10 million pounds a year we're out of the Champions League. We're going to be out of the Champions League for two years now. I'm not going to say we're out of the Europa League because I'm a great believer in we'll see on what happens on the night. You know, anything can happen on the night. Uh, I remember when we played AC Milan in the Champions League away at the Centre and I didn't expect to win. We came away with a 2-0 win and, and become the first English team to beat them in the Champions League. So I'm not going to say that we're, we're not going to win. But no, mate, eight to £10 million pounds a year out of the Champions League no title, no title challenge for God knows how long. The only people, and then, then someone, tried, some, some fella tried to tell me the other day, oh, but we finished second. We finished second. Yeah, fifteen points behind Leicester City. <laughs> Come on, why? Yes, we finished second. Okay, we finished second. It wasn't and in the reason, why, and the reason why we finished second because Spurs lost their bottle again. Mm. That's the only reason why we finished second when they got beaten four-one away at mm. Newcastle. I, I look at it like this, and you know I, I agree with what Craig's saying very, very much. So I agree with it. When when George Graham left at Arsenal in in '95, it was the worst Arsenal team I'd seen in in his in his run. He'd, he'd lost the plot, gone, and he even went to Spurs a couple of years later. But over time, everybody's beginning to love George Graham again and, and respect what he's done and all that. And I think that will happen with Arsene Wenger in 10 years' time. You look back at Arsene Wenger 
I hope so. And people will go, do you know what? He he was he was right out of order in those last three years, wasn't he, or whatever. But look what he done. And I I I, I do feel that time will be a healer if you understand what That's I'm right, saying. Yeah. Uh, and and you know. Does he deserve a statue outside the ground? Yeah, I think that he does. I think for what he done in those um, in those those years, you know, I mean, like, I know Craig's laughing at me, but listen, <laughs> listen, listen, you know, people forget when he first came to the club, we was we was stagnating, we was going down, we never looking like having a challenge, you know what I mean? Like you know, from from ninety one to ninety six, ninety seven, we never looked like having a challenge. He won us the double in in his in his first full season in '98. With some, I remember going down Wembley Way that day. You know the, the trains were buzzing. Arsene Wenger's magic. He wears a magic hat. Everybody's singing it. Everybody's singing it. It was a great great time to be an Arsenal fan. I honestly feel that in '99, with a little bit of luck, uh, Michael penalty saved, we would have won the double again that that season. You know, then we go to 2002. I still believe probably the best Arsenal team that I've seen because it had Dennis Bergkamp in his prime when we won the double that time. Unbeaten away from home, go to Old Trafford and win up there. Come on, there were some great, great times. And then um, I remember I, the last time I've ever been to a cup final with Dad was 2003, got, coming home on the coach. We just won the FA Cup 1-0. Robert Perez scored against Southampton. Me and my dad were disappointed that we won the FA Cup because we should have won the league as well that year and we blew it. You know, and that that that's the standard that was set. The following season, he turned around and he was mocked. Turned around and said, he's going to, I think this team's capable of winning the league without losing the game. The piss was taken out of him by everybody. He went and done it. He went and done it. So, for those reasons there, uh, I have to say fantastically well, if Thierry Henry had his shooting boots on, we would be European champions as well. Let's get that right, you know what I mean? Because uh, with 10 men, he masterminded a defensive structure. Okay, he put Martin Keown, it was his decision. We should have won that cup that, that year. Very, very disappointing. Sorry to cut across you, Lee, but everything you're saying there is 100 complete, complete fact. And again, it's, it's what I'm saying. I will always respect him for, for giving me that as an Arsenal fan. You know, he gave he gave me he gave me the opportunity to walk around and say my team just won the league unbeaten. My team, yeah. who's, it, who's it you support again? Oh yeah, well I support Arsenal. Uh, you know, that team that just won the league unbeaten. That's that, but that's, now yeah yeah but now, I'm, just... I'm I'm ready to forget it all. I, I, and I get that. I get that. And I, I, I get that. I'm not saying to go and put a statue up within tomorrow because I'm I'm in the same boat. What I'm trying to do is try and put it in a perspective from that. He then, he had to move into this stadium, right? And as we spoke about, for four or five years, to get into the top four with the teams that he had, to beat Spurs with the team that they had, Gareth Bale, Modric, Van der Vaart in that team, and still uh, uh, with Bentner and Shamak getting into the top four and getting above them is a marvellous achievement. Take that away. What he's done over the last five years, he's tarnished all of that. He's, mm. he's, he's messed it up, right? And we and I accept that. But I, I do believe, you know, you can't forget what he's done in the past. And I, I think that should be respected. Maybe not this year or next year, but somewhere along the line. For, for me now, I'm in, your, I'm in your thing now. 
he's ruining all of that. Every day that he stays on, he's ruining it. Because I go to the game yesterday, everybody's singing they wanted him out. I don't feel sorry for him, Craig. I do not feel sorry for him no more because he's brought it all on himself. Claude come up with a fantastic point yesterday when he done his interview. He was selfish man to, to take a two-year contract this season. Selfish. He done it for his own self needs. I've heard people turn around and say he ain't got he ain't married no more and he he's only got Arsenal. Well he's got enough money to go and do what he bloody well <laughs> likes. Can afford anyone. See That's I, I, I'm not I'm not looking I'm not looking back anymore. I'm not looking back anymore. No, yeah, 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 it's okay. It's all been done. But no, I'm looking forward now. And the future ain't great. If but that's the point. I think that's the point Lee's trying to make, that yeah. it's hard to look back now. But when the emotion is taken out of it, a exactly. little bit further yeah. down the line, oh, yeah. we'll look back. And, and, and we'll say overall, Arsene Wenger's period at Arsenal was, was a success. But and my emotion now, it, Harry, is telling me I'm, I'm, I, it doesn't count for nothing. It, it's, it's now not counting for anything. Yeah, you I mean, might as well just write it down on a piece of paper. Screw what he's done. Screw it up and throw it away. It's it, it's not relevant to me anymore. Yeah, it oh, was I get years that. ago. It was years ago. Understand. You know, let, let's get real. Let's mm. talk about the last. Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about the last three games. Let's talk about this season. Don't even go into last season. Let's talk about this season. People are saying, I'll judge him in May. Why didn't they judge him last May? Or the May before that? Or the May before that? Or the May before that? Oh, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll oh, judge him in May. What May? What well, May are we judging him on? Are we, are we judging him on last May? This May? The, you know, it's this May. No, they're all valid points. They're all valid points. And I see both sides of the argument. The only one thing I'll say... Um, before we wrap up, that I, I, I struggle with a little bit is um, a lot of people refer to his wages and, you know, oh, he gets 8 million or 10 million a year. And the thing is, that's the club's fault. That's not Arsene Wenger's fault, is it? Because if a club, if you go to work, Craig, and your work says to you, you know, here's a contract and I'm going to pay you 10 million pounds a year, you're not going to turn around and say, actually, you know, I slacked a bit this year and I only deserve Okay, I'll counter that with this. Of course, no one's going to turn down a contract worth £10 million a year, right? I wouldn't. But when he knows, I totally believe that he knows that he can't take this club any further and that he's run out of ideas. And I agree with Claude. He has only signed that two-year contract extension because of the money. All right? That's the problem. Where That's the problem. It's not that Arsene Wenger... He's not going to turn it down. Or sorry, it's not Arsene Wenger's fault that he that he's that, um he's, he's earning that kind of money. If he's so professional, you know this, that, and the other, and he loves the club, why is he signed another deal, another two another two year contract at ten million pounds? It's for the money. It's not because he believes he can win the league or he can win the Champions League or do this or do that. It is for the money, and that is selfish. To, 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 to me, to you, to Lee as a fan, to every Arsenal fan in the world, that is a kick in the nuts. Yeah. He knows he can't oh, do it. We okay. know he can't do it. The players know he can't do it. The media know he can't do it. All the ex-professionals know he can't do it. We can't all be wrong. I, I, I think you did right. I don't think he's done it for them, honey. Me, me neither. 
Yeah. I think so what's he done it for then? I, I'll tell you what he's done it for. In my opinion, right? In my opinion, I think that he's done it for all the other things. He ain't got nothing else in his life. He wants to manage football. He wants to be in football. He, he loves loves the part Lee, of the manager. There are so many things would... that man can do. If Arsenal sacked yeah, him, he, 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 he there wants are so to... many things that man can do. Yeah, but he, he wants to do it with Arsenal. It's, you know what I mean? It's like it's like turning around to you and me and saying, right, you can't, you're not going to support Arsenal no more. You've got to go and support Brighton or, or, or West Brom. You know what I mean? It, it, it's in his blood, Arsenal. I, I do believe that. And I don't, I think if they said, if he, he would have been that desperate to sign a contract, right? He would have said to Cronkay, uh, I, I, I'll do it for nothing. I'll do it for nothing. But he wants to, he loves the power of it all. He loves the, 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 the he's the gives him a purpose, also. doesn't it? It gives him a uh, purpose. It gives him a purpose in life. Yeah, he's got nothing else to get up for in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, I do believe it's, it's, it's that. I know, you know plenty of things I'd be doing if I got something. Uh, sure, Craig, Craig, you know, at the end of the day, I've, why don't I go have, fishing how much money has he got? He must have. He, he, must. Exactly, he doesn't need money. It's just, so, so why, why do his, why is he doing it for the money then? Because I, it's I, all that's keeping him here is the money. But the power, it's the power. I, I think it's the power. The power of being oh. Arsenal manager, the power mm. of what it brings. What's the power of being Arsenal manager at the moment? I go to work and get slagged off for 90 minutes every week. I don't think it bothers him. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm telling you now it bothers him. Absolutely does bother him. There is no way that man can sit on the terraces for 10 years getting called this, that and the other and it not affect you. Yeah, well, No way. No way. He's definitely affected by it. And I think we're seeing it. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I don't, I, I, I get where you're coming from. You know what I mean? I That's don't, probably why Dan Gab is too afraid to. <laughs> but there must be something that, you know, for, for a bloke to come out yesterday, you know, I can only say one thing that you say. He should have walked out yesterday. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sticking up for him. As, for, he should have come out yesterday. And I said it in an interview yesterday. Um, yeah. I've given it my best. It's not good enough. I'm yeah. standing down. That's what he should have done yesterday. But what he come out and said was, no, I can, I can turn I this can around. I can turn this around. The arrogance of it. Uh, yeah. Because it's, it, it's the power, isn't it? It's the power trip, isn't it? Yeah, That's he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be seen as weak. And there's yeah. someone who turns around and says, "Actually, I'm throwing in the towel." He wants to battle through it. I, I genuinely believe it's more of an obsession than anything else. Yeah, perhaps it's just me. Perhaps it's why I'm brought up. My old man always taught me to admit it when I'm beaten. Yeah, I, I agree with you a lot. But we're, we're, we're not talking about me and you. We're talking about a man. A man should Arsene Wenger should stand up and admit he's been beaten. He's been beaten by everything. Project Emirates, Project. Youth players, project this, project that, project well, that's, that's you could, you, England players. You know, you could go on to that. When was the last time he brought a player in and, and become a, a top player? I'm watching players now, like you know, um, Chambers has not gone on and done it. Bellerin, there's one know. player that's gone on to do better things, and that's bloody Chesney. And everyone laughed at me when I said that he should be brought back into this club and he should be our number one. Everyone laughed. Now, what's he doing? Playing for Juventus, going to win the league. Uh, baf- uh, buffoons, buffoon, buffon, whatever you want to bloody call him, as, picked him as his uh, as his protege. You know, it's uh, oh no, not Chesney. Now I don't want Chesney playing for Arsenal. He, he, he smoked fag in the showers. Uh, <laughs> like, do you know that kind of thing? It just yeah. winds yeah, me up. I don't care what he did. If he goes and go and he stops the score, play, play scoring, he can go and have ten fags in the shower for all I care. 
That's right. That's right. Um, guys, just before we, we do wrap up, um, just to share the results of that poll, because we've had just short, yeah, of, seven, just short of 700 votes. We've got a guess. In the last four hours. So, you've got to guess the winner? You're, no, what you, you're going to guess the winner. But um, I'm a bit shocked by this, actually, because 67% have said sack him now. Sack him now. Um, that's 67% of almost 700 people. Um, 27% have said they want him to walk in the summer. And 6% have said see out his contract. Now, someone's commented here. They're um, all Spurs fans, they are. And it's Andy D. No, and no, goes, I could I could probably name you those six accounts, actually. <laughs> he goes, yep, they're all Spurs fans. Um, Joe says, I didn't even read the other options. As soon as I saw Sack him, now I could. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy Paps has said, is there no option for him to renew? Oh, uh, dear. No, I'm Andy. That was a laugh. But... <laughs> right, guys, just before we finish up, um, I could just want to get your quick predictions for Milan on Thursday. Um, how do you think that one's going to go, Lee? 2-0 two nil, two nil Milan. Interesting. Craig? Right, it's so Arsenal, right? <laughs> and I, I said this the other day about the Manchester City game, but I was proved wrong. I think we'll win. Yeah. I, think, I think we'll win. Um, I'm going to stay positive. What, if, gives you, what, gives you that, what gives you that feeling we're going to win? Because it would just be Arsenal, mate. This is this is this is what we're used to. One week you lose to Brighton, the next week you go to Milan and beat them. Do you know? <laughs> and then you come back and then you lose to you lose to West Brom or something stupid like that. Um, why do I think we're going to win? Uh, just for, just for that reason, Lee. To be honest, I couldn't give you a reason why. Another reason why I think we're going to win. Just, 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 just for just that, I've just got a feeling we're going to win. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for a Milan win as well. Um, I'm going to say 1-0. Um, I think, I know it was under sad circumstances that the Milan derby was called off yesterday um, because of the passing of David Astori. But yeah, that was awful. Yeah. That yeah. Milan will, will not have had a game at the weekend and that would have been a game that would have taken quite a great deal out of them. Um, since Gattuso's taken over, they're still not firing on all cylinders, but... You can see there's a work ethic there. They're a bit more resolute than they were under Montella. Um, and this is by no means the greatest Milan side um, in terms of talent, but they're organised now and they're, and they're up for it. And Let's see. Let's see. Exactly. Oh, so, come, Lee, give us a ring after 10 minutes on Thursday <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll probably give you another answer. Oh, OK. No, <laughs> uh, okay. 10 minutes. <laughs> after 10 minutes, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's right. You can, that is that is a great point. After ten minutes of a game, you know, you can always tell what's it. Yeah, it's terrific. Yeah. That's right. Right, that brings us to the end of episode nine. I want to say a huge thank you to both Lee and Craig. But before we go, do you guys want to tell our listeners about your show, how they can find it, follow you guys on Twitter? Basically, oh, plug yourselves. I'll let the governor do that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we run a podcast um, as well, me and uh, the judge, uh, called The Same Old Arsenal. You can come and uh, follow the podcast on Twitter, if you like, um, at Same Old AFC. You can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. And you can subscribe to us uh, on SoundCloud. We done. Um, we used to do the live, the live podcast, but um, the last couple of weeks we, we've gone back to doing it recorded. 
um, and upload into iTunes and SoundCloud. But what I'm going to start doing as from now is just uploading the audio um, uh, to YouTube. Uh, I like doing the live thing, but I feel I feel the discussion is better when when it when it when it's recorded um, and there's no pressure of. Well, people might laugh at me when I say there's no pressure of being live. Um, there is there is an added little pressure of it, you know, that you're live. But um, we've just passed our first year anniversary. Uh, so we've been going for a year. Thank you very much. We've been going for a year. Um, I think we're, we're coming up to 80,000 plays um, on SoundCloud. So that's not bad either. Some of you might remember me from Laguna Talk. Um, I started a YouTube channel called Laguna Talk about three or four years ago. Um, first met Lee on that, uh, and ever since then, um, we've, we've, we were, we're, we're like the Anton deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's my laurel to my hardy, you know, um, we get on really well and I yeah. think that portrays across in our podcast, you know, yeah. we try to keep it as fair as we can. Um, I've been really enjoyed tonight. I've got to say, because I'm the host. I'm the one kind of firing out the questions and getting the conversation going like yourself, Harry. But um, tonight now I've had a chance to have a bit of a shout and a rant and (laughs) get it off my chest a little bit. So tomorrow might be pretty boring. um, (laughs) Uh, But no, we're recording tomorrow night and that'll be up tomorrow. So yeah, come and follow us. uh, Same old AFC. Brilliant. And guys, it is a great show. I've been on it a couple of times with the guys as well, and I've really enjoyed it. Make sure you do check it out. Like I said at the top of the show, it is one of the best Arsenal podcasts, if not the best out there at the moment. So make sure you follow them. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to follow us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, worth, yourself, well, worth a follow, Harry. You're worth a follow. <laughs> He's not bad, is he? He's all right. He's very hey, good. Hey, have you seen those videos on Facebook of him playing that um, uh, guitar <laughs> thing? No, I haven't. No, I don't oh, think I've got Lee on Facebook. Oh, you've got around each other, Lee. You've got yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a bit of a, he's a, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a musician, you know. Oh, I had us on Facebook. I'll, she'll have it. I'll, I'll, I do uh, try. I do try. You're bloody good, mate. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Thank I you like to. I, I can watch that. Like that'd be nice. <laughs> right. So follow us at Chronicles underscore AFC. You can subscribe on iTunes and please be sure to leave us a review because it does really help us climb up the rankings. Until next week, au revoir.